Happy Sunday. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Hey, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Stacy Sarton. Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. That's the title of my new book, The Devotional. It's titled Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. It's a play on the word Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y, S-O-N-D-A-Y, because every day is Sunday, S-O-N. D-A-Y. It's a day to celebrate Jesus Christ for who he is and what he is, our Lord and Savior. He's created us to do great things and to live abundantly. And today, that's what you should be doing. So if you're listening to Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday, I'm hoping you read Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday. Today is April 12th, and today's uh, uh, Happy Sunday is no matter what happens today, you can overcome it through Jesus Christ. He has overcome all things, even death itself, and has given you the same power that strengthened him in life and raised him from the dead, the power of the Holy Spirit. John 16 and 33 says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Knowing and believing this, have a blessed and peaceful day in the Lord. Amen. Those are the kind of things you get out of Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday and you get that every day. So I hope you have the book. If you don't, come on, what are you waiting on? I did a lot of studying and did a lot of praying and did a lot of writing. And I did it because I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. And my gift is the gift that I've received. And that's loving you and giving you things to think on, things to think on about the word of God to make you realize, to help you realize that every day is Sunday. So get out and get that book. Don't get me upset like that guy did yesterday when I was preaching at service. And right in the middle of the service, he gets up and he walks down the aisle, hands in his pockets, goes downstairs, goes to the restroom, comes back up, yawns, walks back in down the middle of the aisle, wrestles a bit in his seat a bit, and then gets up and leaves before I'm even finished with the sermon. I tell you, if no one was looking, I'd have taken that robe off and ran down there and popped him right back in the head and said, sit down. Yeah, those are the kind of things a pastor thinks when he's preaching, or this pastor thinks when he's preaching, and you get up and walk down that aisle. And those are the kind of things I think when you don't buy this book, because I love you and the word of God helps, and I hate seeing people walk away from something that will help. And so think on what God is saying today, that he's overcome everything that you're going to face today through Christ Jesus, every single thing. Put that in your heart. Put that scripture in your heart. Because when we put those scriptures in our heart, we furnish our heart. And when we furnish our heart, it's the same thing as furnishing a home. We give, we give the blessings of God somewhere to sit, somewhere to rest. And so when God wants to bless us, we should have somewhere for those blessings to rest. If God wants to bless us and we don't have anywhere for those blessings to sit, for him to put, for, for a place for him to rest those things, then they'll eventually go away. We'll lose those blessings. It's the same thing as when somebody visits your house, right? You have furniture. You furnished your house. And you say, have a seat because you want people to be able to sit down. You want people to be able to rest and to stay a while when they come and visit you. When you don't have furniture and people come in, they don't stay that long because they get tired of standing. And that's the same thing with the blessings of God. They won't stay that long if you haven't furnished your heart, furnished your mind with somewhere for those things to rest and sit. The peace of God stays with us when we have the peace of God uh, sitting on his word and sitting and resting on his word in our hearts. So we guard our hearts. We guard this treasure. 
Because Matthew 12 and 25 says, a good man out of the treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. So the things that we have resting in our heart are the things that will come out of our heart. The people and the, the things that live in our house, those are the things that come out of our house, right? And so when we have furniture that good people like the rest of us, the good people will come out of our house. But when we have furniture and things that bad people like to rest on and rest in, then bad people and bad things will come out of our house. So when you have hate and when you have doubt and you have worry and you have those things sitting on your heart, you furnished your mind with those types of things, then things out of hate and things out of worry and things out of doubt are the things that will come out of your mind, come out of your mouth and come out into your life. And so you don't furnish your mind with hopelessness or, or depression or, or things that, again, will have negative uh, give, uh, places for the devil to rest his negative things. What we do is we fill our minds with good things. We fill our minds with good thoughts. Um, what does uh, Paul say to do? To think on good things, whatever things that are, are good or are, are, are good report. We, we think on those types of things. And what will happen is good things will come and sit on our mind, will sit in our heart and will eventually come out into our lives. And so, again, we block then what's coming in and what's coming out, right? Because whatever we have furnished on the inside, we want to still make sure that, you know, bad things aren't coming in and sitting on these good thoughts we have. We don't want, you know, worry to come and sit on all this hope we have on the inside. There's this thing called, this method uh, of, by which animals defend themselves. It's called phragmosis. And what they do is they defend themselves by using their burrow and their own body as a barrier to the burrow door. They'll dig a hole, literally. And uh, what will happen is they'll uh, climb into that hole and block the hole with their body. There was a doctor, uh, W.M. Wheeler. He coined this way back at this turn, way back in 1927. And what he did is he observed by, by positioning specially modified body structures to block nest entrances, uh, like in frogs and, and insects, ants, and things like that, he, he, he saw that a piece of armor covers the head, a helmet, so to speak. And he noticed that these ants and these frogs who had these helmeted heads, these, these larger heads than the rest of their, their, their species, they would be used to block the interest of the nest for these insects and animals. And so that was their purpose. And they had been specially modified uh, their bodies. They had been grown. Uh, nature had grown them this way over time for this purpose. And in Christ Jesus, that's what's happened with us. Jesus has become the perfect fit to prevent sin from overcoming us. Now, initially, there was the law and there was the prophets. But what we found out is that we couldn't obey the law. We found out that no matter what the prophets said, sometimes we wouldn't believe them, sometimes we couldn't understand them, and sometimes we didn't want to hear what they had to say. So things would sneak in, sin would sneak in anyway, right past all these wonderful prophets that God sent. Read your Bible, you'll see Isaiah, Jeremiah, Zechariah, all of these guys came saying, hey, look what the Lord is saying. Look what the Lord wants us to do. Look what we should be doing. Elijah, Elisha, prophet after prophet, the Lord would send them and then they would be killed and people would believe them. People would say that they're, they're liars and, and, and would, would, would try to kill them and, and would try to lock them up. Uh, sometimes uh, people just ignore them altogether. And, and so sin would creep in. And the law, 
I mean, we would try to obey those things. People would try to obey, you know, the Ten Commandments, and they kept growing and getting bigger. And there were more to obey, and it became harder and harder to, to obey them all. And if you obey just one, disobey just one, then what happens? Sin has snuck in. And so sin was sneaking in. So the law and, and the prophets, they weren't a, a good blockage at the entrance of our hearts to keep sin from coming in. But when Jesus Christ came, we see a perfect fit. We see the perfect balance of God's grace and his truth. And so the word became flesh and it dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the glory of the only begotten son of the father, full of grace and truth, full of it. And being full of it, then sin can't get past grace and truth. When you're full of it, there's no space for it. And so with him as our head, he becomes this modified uh, way of salvation for us, the only way of saving us from sin. What we do is we get into Christ as the body of Christ. We become believers. And as believers, again, we become the body of Christ. That modifies our lives from being non-believers, from being those who wouldn't be in Christ, wouldn't be a part of his salvation, to those who are. And then when we make him his head, then what happens is he has a head that's bigger than ours. His ways are higher than ours. His thinking and his thoughts are higher than ours. And his head, that makes his head bigger than ours. And as the head of our lives, when we see trouble, we like those insects and like those, those uh, amphibians, like the big-headed frogs, uh, what we'll do is we'll back into the, the, the burrows that we've done, uh, we've dug. And what type of burrows have we, have we dug? We burrowed places in Christ. We burrowed a place of trust. We burrowed a, uh, burrowed a place of hope. We burrowed a, a place of forgiveness. We have a place in Christ. And we've dug that out through, with our belief, with our faith. And we've climbed into it and we stay there whenever we see the enemy, whenever we see we see things coming at us. Uh, we back into that grace and mercy that we have, that truth and that grace that we have in Christ Jesus. And what he does is he, as our head, he blocks these things from entering into our hearts and our minds, the fear and the doubt and all of that. So trust in the Lord. Trust in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 11 says, And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Again, these rested on Christ Jesus. And when we rest in him, then those things rest in us. They become furniture in us and they furnish our minds so that we can receive the blessings of God. Amen. So I know I've said a lot there, but I've said all of that because I want you to really love the Lord. I want you to really believe in who and what he is and not fake life. There are animals and there are species that fake death. They act like they're dead in order to avoid being eaten by their predators. Uh, but what happens is that the predators will come and, and usually they'll sniff that out. They'll, they'll see that they're not really uh, dead and, and, and they'll devour them, them anyway. And, and, and in our lives, when we act like we're dead to the world, when we're acting like we, we're alive in Christ, that we've stopped sinning and we've stopped having all of the evil thoughts and, and acting upon those things, then God will see right through that. He sniffs that out and we end up being devoured anyway. He gives us over to the predators that, and, 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 and we live as the prey that we were trying not to be. So today, in the name of Jesus Christ. I am saying to trust God, to listen to what Happy Sunday, because what, because every day is Sunday says today, that God is with you, 
and that Jesus has overcome the world. And he's overcome the world through that Holy Spirit that rose him up out of the grave for being obedient to the word of God and obedient to the works that the Father gave him to do. And you can do that today. You can overcome whatever you're facing today. Anything that's happening right now in your life, you've overcome it already in Christ Jesus. He's overcome everything that can happen to us. So climb into him, be a part of the body and back up into the truth and grace that he's offered. The truth is, is that he's covered you and nothing can get in and, and get to you. Nothing can devour you with him as your head because he'll block it. And the grace is, is that God loves us so much is that he would, he, that he would do something like this for us. So trust in God today, believe in God today and go out and get happy Sunday because every day is Sunday. Don't be like that guy walking down that aisle, walking away from the word. Don't make me come down there and take off this robe and pop you on the back of the head right at the bookstore. I love you. It's available on Amazon. Go on Amazon and order it. Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday. I'm Stacy Sargent. Or you can go to www.pastorstacysargent.com. Check me out on Facebook, too. I got a lot of posts there. I like to say a lot of things after praying and reading the word. And I also send the sermon out from New Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church every Sunday at 1130. New Jerusalem Baptist Church Facebook Live. Uh, New Jerusalem Baptist Church Detroit on Facebook Live. I love you. Happy Sunday. Peace and love.